Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to another Monday Mindset. We're going to talk about successful people today, extraordinary people. I think the famous quote was, it's just an ordinary person that goes the extra mile. That's what you get an extraordinary person from. But I want to share with you three things that I see in really successful people. And before we get into that, I'm going to cue this intro and I'll see you on the other side. Welcome to our bonus Monday Mindset episode, where we give you some motivation today so you can crush your Monday. This episode is actually pre-recorded from my show in the Insurance Syndicate Facebook group. If you're in insurance and you want to be part of that group, email us at podcast at remindermedia.com. But whether you're in insurance or in any other industry, this is motivation to get your week started the right way. What's up, everybody? And I want to hopefully motivate us this morning, get our minds focused on the right place so we can attack this week and we can win. I always close out Monday Mindset saying, hey, I want to help you win for you, for your family, for your clients. I had the chance to speak at a mastermind and I was sharing with them. They asked me to come in and I said, hey, look, well, my expertise are marketing. What do you want me to talk about? And they said, well, we really want you to motivate. Um, And I thought to myself, "Okay, I can come in and motivate. I still want to share some marketing because I believe you know, motivation is good. And as Zig Ziglar says, you got to have motivation like you do bathing. You need to go to it every single day because motivation can be fleeting if it's just one offs. But you need to be actually motivating yourself every day. But I said, hey, I love motivation, but I like tactics more because I think you can apply tactics. But I want to give you the three things that I gave them to try to make a shift in their life. When you think about motivation, what does motivation mean? It means to move you, right? I want to move you from the place that you're at to the place that you need to be. And you have something in your life right now, probably multiple things in your life that you're not facing. You know what it is. I don't know what it is. You know what it is. You're not facing this adversity, this pain point, this self-doubt, this thing that's keeping you from achieving that better version of yourself. You need to face that. What I want to try to do today is move you, right? If you think about the word inspire, it's to breathe life into something, to bring it to life. I want to inspire you to attack that problem. So here's my first question for you before I get into the three things. One is, what do you want? Think about that question for a second. What do you want out of your life? And most people, do you know, they go through life not even knowing what they want. They have no clear direction for their life. And in essence, they're like a leaf in the wind being tossed by the wind. Wherever the wind goes, life just pulls them that way. A lot of people, if not most people, life just pulls them. They're reactive. They are at the mercy of wherever life goes, where there's a few subset of people that they're actually proactive and they control the direction of their life. These are successful people in my book. What do you want out of your life? Most people don't know what they want out of their life. How do you hit a target that you doesn't that you don't know exists? How are you supposed to hit that target? And that leads me really to the first thing that I see in successful people. So not only have I had the privilege to work with some amazing stellar people over the years, hire some of the best, brightest, I believe, minds in the world, but I actually have the chance to network with a ton of people. So we go to about 80 conferences a year as a a company. I go to a ton of them. I speak at some of them. I get a network with speakers. I get a network with really successful entrepreneurs. I have a podcast called Stay Paid. We're over 450 episodes now. I'm interviewing some of the best insurance agents, best real estate agents, best entrepreneurs in the business and get a network with them and build a relationship with them. And then hopefully like you guys, 
I'm part of a mastermind. I have coaches. I have people that are pouring into me that are investing in my life and I get to be around them. One of this networking group that I'm a part of is called YPO. You guys should look it up. It's one of the best masterminds out there for business owners. But in, in the Philly chapter, I believe you have to run at least a $16 million business and have 50 employees to even get in uh, to the actual network. So the group that I'm with, man, these people have 500 plus, 1,000 plus employees doing $100 million in revenue. And I get to sit around a table with them and have them pour into me and look and watch how they live their life and how they think about problems. And I want to give you three things I see from all these successful people that I've been around. I've been blessed to have the opportunity to be around these people. What is it that they have that mediocre people don't have, that average people don't have? And the first I would tell you is that they know their identity. Maybe you call it purpose. Maybe you call it why. They know why they exist. They not only know what why they exist, they know where they're going. They know what they're trying to achieve. They set out, and yes, they have the bad days and the good days like everybody else, but they know where their identity comes from. I shared with you on Mother's Day or the day after Mother's Day, because Monday Mindset was the day after Mother's Day. One of the greatest gifts my mother ever gave me was teaching me where my true identity comes from. And this is insanely critical. I hope I give it to my kids. I hope I give it to all the people that are around with me, around me, is that you can't help other people until you're good with yourself. Until you help yourself, you can't help other people. You can't give from an empty cup. Successful people know where they're going. Successful people know their identity. And here's the thing. When you know your identity, right? I believe, hey, my identity comes from my creator. When I know my identity, guess what? I'm not shape-shifting. I'm not a chameleon. This is what I shared at the mastermind. Are you a chameleon? Meaning you walk into every room and you try to shape shift to that room. You try to be a chameleon to that room versus being yourself. Don't you love the people you get around that are just, they're comfortable in their own skin, that they're happy with who they are. They know who they are. They know where they're going. And hear me right here. It's not that you don't have struggles. It's not that you don't face self-doubt. I face self-doubt all the time. But it's you know who you are. And I would challenge you, before you can grow your business, you have to get good with yourself. You have to spend time getting good with yourself, knowing who you are, knowing what you believe, knowing what your values are, knowing what you stand for. Because my dad taught me this as a pastor. Luke, if you don't know your values, if you don't know what you stand for, and you try to figure out your values when you're in the the scenario, the battle, When you're in the battle and you try to figure out your values, guess what? You fall. Man, whatever you're trying to stand for, you're just going to be tossed to and fro because you're just going to go for wherever pleasure is. You're going to go for whatever the easiest route is. But if you know your values before you face the battle, then you'll stand for your values no matter what comes. Successful people know their identity. Do you know your identity? Do you know what you're trying to accomplish? Do you know what you want? Again, you can't hit a target that you don't know exists. Here's the second thing that successful people have, right? Successful people have is they change their relationship with the word no. They change their relationship with the rejection. Sorry, I'm getting a phone call there for everybody on Instagram. So that's why I paused there for a second. They change their relationship with the word no. They change their relationship with failure. Do you embrace failure? Do you seek out discomfort? Do you embrace pain? I was in the gym this morning, right? I've really been on this kick, right? I finished 75 hard. 
I've worked very hard to get to this point in my fitness. And I told my wife, Megan, don't let me slide back. I'm 75 days in now, 80 plus days in. Don't let me slide back. I've worked this hard to get here. Help me keep pushing through the pain. You've heard the saying, right? The enemy of progress is comfort. So if you're comfortable, you're probably not pushing yourself. If you don't have a little bit of fear, you're probably not trying the things that you need to try in your business. Think about when you first got into your business. Think about your first phone call. Think about the fear, the trepidation that you had, the nervousness that you had. That you need almost every single day. Why do you need that? Because always where the fear is, is where the unknown is. You're very confident on the things you know. Well, oftentimes in life and in business, guess what? In order to keep improving, get, keep getting 1% better, you got to face that discomfort. You got to face that fear. You got to change your relationship with the word no. I've shared this on my Instagram before, but I shared it in this mastermind. If I'm you and I'm making sales calls, if I'm doing prospecting, which all of you are, whether you're in real estate, insurance, whatever business you're in, what I would do if I were you is I would know the number of no's it takes me to get to a yes. And I would wake up every single day with that being my focus, that activity being my focus, not the yes. Most of us wake up every single day and we seek the yes. And so therefore, when we're out there, guess what? Sales is 98% rejection. Most of life in growing a business is 98% rejection. So when you're seeking the yes, you're getting rejected 98% of the time. You get discouraged. You spin down. It's easy to um, not have the motivation to keep going. But if you wake up every single day to actually go get that 98% rejection, change your mindset, change your relationship, here's what I would do. I'd set a jar on your desk, fill it with whatever you want to fill it with, dollar bills, pennies, quarters, I don't care, whatever you want to do. Every time you get a no, put it into another jar. Every time you get a no of rejection and the phone calls you're making, take that dollar bill and put it in the next jar. You'll start counting and understanding how many dollar bills you need to move from one jar to another to get that yes. And when you wake up, when you know that number, man, I just got to get 123 no's today. And as soon as I get 123 no's, I know I'm going to get a yes. Successful people, they embrace failure. They change their relationship with no. And most of the ones that I've met, they never think they fail. It's so interesting. It's like their, their degree of optimism and self-confidence is so massive they never think they fail. They're just obviously learning. They keep growing. They keep pushing. I'm going to share a story with you guys. Um, I don't often share this, but I shared it at the mastermind and I got feedback on it, which is awesome. And so I want to share it with you, but I don't share it because it's an embarrassing story. So a few years back, probably, I don't know, five years ago, something like that, maybe a little longer, um, we had an issue in our business. And some of you might relate to this is um, I found out I had a VP of finance at the time. The VP of finance came to me and told me, hey, Luke, what, what are you doing? It was a newer VP of finance, had been with us for a little bit of time, but they were kind of getting everything in order. And they're like, Luke, what are you doing sales tax wise? And I was like, well, what do you mean? You know, I'm paying obviously my taxes, doing all that stuff that you need to do as a business. But he said, well, sales tax. And I was like, well, I've been told, you know, these XYZ marketing products don't, you don't have to do sales tax in these certain states, very complicated issue. Well, it turns out I figured out I was wrong. And so this is a lesson to you guys. Hire a good accountant, hire a good lawyer, right? To help you and advise you on this stuff. Figured out I was wrong and actually so wrong that the consequences of me being wrong and not doing the sales tax properly that I should have done for the you know decade plus that I've been in business, that if the states would come to me, it would have bankrupted my business probably. It would have sank us as a company. 
literally owing millions and millions, right? And back taxes. Think about that for a second, right? Have, have you ever been there where you get something in your life where you feel one, like a complete failure, like a complete idiot. And then two is you're faced with an adversity that punches you in the gut and you don't even know what to do. You don't even know how you're going to go on. Luckily, in my story, the states have this thing called a VDA, right? A voluntary uh, disclosure where you can go to them and go, hey, I messed up. I didn't realize I was supposed to be doing this. I need to do this. And they give you a little bit of a break. Still have to pay. I ended up still paying a ton of money, way more than anybody would ever want to um, in taxes. But luckily, I was able to go do these VDAs. But here's what happened to me in that environment, right? I had my VP of finance and I'm like, hey, help me you know, with this. Just don't quit on me because I could tell he was under a lot of pressure. He was feeling this pressure and he was getting worried. And I was like, hey, whatever you do, I want to get you the resources you need. I want to help you. I'm here beside you. Just don't quit on me. Well, what do you think he did? He quit on me. He ended up leaving me in this process, in the middle of this process. He ends up quitting on me. Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever had someone quit on you in your life? And here I am. I went to community college for two years, then go to university for two years. I've never taken an accounting class. I've never filed sales tax. I'm up here till 1 a.m. in the morning, 2 a.m. in the morning, figuring out how do you file state tax in this county in South Carolina, North Carolina, all over the country because we were all over the country. And I'm just pushing through over and over and over again. Here's what I'll tell you about this story, right? We made it on the other side, painful, spent millions of dollars in taxes and all these legal fees and all that stuff. But you don't get there. You don't conquer that adversity in your life, something like that, and withstand it if you don't know your identity. You don't conquer that adversity if, you've if you haven't changed your relationship with failure. If I looked at that failure, because it was a failure, right? I messed up. I didn't understand what you needed to do. And so I had to learn from it. But if you don't have a different relationship with the word failure, you will not survive that. I promise you that. Because when you're up there at 2 a.m., night after night, trying to figure things out, all the self-doubt comes in. All the self-talk comes in. You start thinking to yourself, yeah, there's no way we're not going to be able to make it. And then guess what? If you have a team that oozes out to your team, you start personifying that. And then it starts affecting your sales numbers, starts affecting your morale, starts affecting everything in your business. Successful people know they have to know their purpose and their why. And it has to be big enough, as Eric Thomas says, right? Your why, your purpose, your identity has to be like oxygen. I've shared this before on Monday Mindset. Your goal has got to be like oxygen. What does that mean? Hey, man, if you stop breathing right now, you would do everything it takes to start breathing. You would give even limbs of your body. You would do whatever you needed to do to get the job done so you could breathe. Are your goals like that? Are you pursuing your purpose and your mission at that type of level? And if you're not, when adversity comes, you won't make it. You got to have your identity. You got to embrace failure. Here's the third thing that I'll give you. The third thing that I'll give you when it comes to successful people that I have seen, and I shared this one time on my Instagram. Maybe you've heard this before. If you want to be in the 1%, right? I think the 1% in America make 800 plus thousand dollars a year. If you want to be in the top 20%, it's $130,000 a year. Right. If you want to be in the top 30 percent, making one hundred and thirty thousand dollars a year, do you outwork the 80 percent? If you want to be in the top one percent, you will not be like the ninety nine percent. You will be different. I meet so many people that want to make one hundred and thirty thousand dollars a year that want to be in the top one percent. And they have a work ethic, a mindset, an effort like the 88 percent or the ninety nine percent. They don't have this separation mentality. They're not understanding the sacrifice and the push that you have to give in order to actually be successful. And I just want to wake you up this morning and go, hey, look, 
You know what it means to be in that 1%? I'm not just talking income rise. You know what it means to be in that 1%? It means to be the thing that you know you should be doing that you're not facing right now. You face. You wake up today and you go, I'm going to face it this week. Whether it's I'm too scared to post on video and I should be on social media, I'm not, you're going to start doing it. Whether it's I should be at the gym exercising and waking up early, but I'm not, I'm going to start doing it. I should be leading by example and not leading from an ivory tower. You're going to start doing it. If you want to be in the 1%, you can't live like the 99%. And we all know this. What I'm trying to do for you today is get you to move a little bit, right? Motivation is about causing change in your life, move in your life. And I would encourage you that you know what that thing is. You can't address something unless you admit it's a problem. The first step to overcoming any adversity in your life, any problem in your life is you first got to admit it exists. You can't ignore it, man. We're so good as human beings, ignoring the problems that are in our life. And here's what I'll tell you, right, is we oftentimes let our emotion dictate our activity, our emotion, because we're emotional human beings. And in the emotional part of the brain, we know this in sales, that's the part of the brain that actually gets you to move. It's not the logical part of the brain. It's the emotional part of the brain. So if you want to get someone to buy from you, you want to get better at sales, get emotional. Because when you're emotional, people move, people change, they take action. You have to address your emotions. Kobe Bryant, man, I love this story. Maybe you've heard it before, right? He's in the uh, championship, and this is in his rookie years, and he has a chance to win the game, and he takes three shots, and he misses all three of these shots in the championship, all three of them. And he's over on the bench, and he has his head in his hands like this at the end of the game, and the reporter comes over to him and basically asks him, Kobe, how does it feel to have a chance to win the game and miss those shots? And he looks at the reporter, and he goes, what do feelings have to do with it? Think about that. What do feelings have to do with it? And I love that because Kobe Bryant came back from that game. You know what he did? He called his high school gym teacher. He had him open up the high school gym and he took that shot that he missed all night long. And what he talked about when he taught on this um, scenario is he said, look, it's not how I feel about it. I have an opportunity to look and understand where did I mess up? Where did I go wrong? Why did I miss those three shots? And to improve and do it over and over and over again. When we were in the pandemic, I had Jocko come in and speak to our company. He's the writer of the book, Extreme Ownership. And this was when we had to go virtual, the pandemic. Nobody knew what was going on. And he looked at our sales team and he said, sales team, there are going to be days that you feel good, that you feel amazing, that you feel inspired, that you want to pick up that phone, that you want to close deals. And he said, good. Pick up that phone and call. He goes, sales team, there's going to be days you don't feel it. Days you don't feel inspired. You don't want to pick up a phone to save your life. Good. Do it anyways. Pick up the phone. Start calling. Top elite performers, their emotions might be going like this. Their environment might be going like this. The external circumstances might be going like this. Their discipline is locked in. Or is your discipline locked in today? Top successful people. They don't live like the 99%. They live like the 1%. It's not just income. It's in effort. It's in attitude. It's in mindset. It's in health. It's in relationship. It's in everything they do. What I want to try to encourage you today is that there's way more than just three things that make someone successful. But I have seen in my journey, in my own life, and being around really successful people in both income and in marriage and their relationships with their kids, with their health, they have these three things. They know their purpose. They know their identity. They change the word or their relationship with the word failure with the word no. And guess what? They don't live like the 99%. They live like the 1%. I think it was Dave Ramsey said, 
Live today like no one else so you can live tomorrow like no one else. That's how we'll close it up. Live today like no one else. Face the thing that you should be facing so you can live tomorrow like others can't live. So you can live tomorrow like no one else. Get out there, win for yourself, win for your clients, win for your family. Appreciate you guys so much. See ya.